like they're like, you got a problem there? Try a little apple cider vinegar. You want to lose weight? Try apple cider vinegar. It's like you want you want your yeah. face to be like acne free? Try apple cider vinegar. It right. It does. Put it in your hair. Yeah, put it in your hair. You can literally put it in anything. Uh, I'm actually having no. I'm having an apple cider donut. Sorry, not apple cider vinegar. <laughs> What are the um, health benefits of an apple cider donut, I wonder? Well, see, that's why I had to take the uh, A, what do they, the cool kids call it, AVC. That's why I had to take some AVC to counteract the apple cider donut. This is a lot of work. I don't know. <laughs> I can see why you're at a seven, though. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Calvin? Yeah, I'm just kind of at a four, five, four point five. I've had to like write a bunch of like proposals and submissions for things, which is good. What for a science academy? Wait, um, so that means you're trying to get into a science academy? No, they like asked for like uh, me to tell a story about um, exploring the unknown. So I mean, that could be anyone. That could be anything. That could be your sexuality. Yeah. That could be apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. well, I hope you get in, Calvin. Do you need a letter of, letter of recommendation? <laughs> Can you speak to the candor of my character and whatnot? Yeah, <laughs> actually, if you write it, I'll sign it. <laughs> so just like every other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to Professional Friends. Hey. I am your producer, Carolina Hidalgo, and that's John Vivacqua. I'm here. There. I'm here, and I'm Drinking apple cider vinegar. Just kidding. No, I'm not, you guys. I'm not that kidding. <laughs> and Anna Peritori. I was drinking apple cider vinegar because I am from the 18th century and I'm trying to keep my figure trim. <laughs> and what about... Oh, Calvin Cato. <laughs> uh, I was a John Fimacqua again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, John it's deserves fine. another shout out. Yeah. I'll take um, a mulligan on this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> Um, can I just can I begin by saying that I was drinking my coffee outside of my apartment this morning and my deli guy walked by and we exchanged this like really um, direct stare and I really felt very exposed because now he knows where I live, and this guy at my deli has kind of been my lifeline for the past six months, as in he knows all my secrets, and now coupled with all of my quarantine secrets, now he knows where, where I live. live. Yeah, like now he can like leave me that note, I know what you did, and you know, just he, he, he knows all. Yeah. And also... I feel really close to him, which is strange. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I saw him the most out of anyone, you know? And they're open 24 hours, so I saw him really at any hour in the day or night. Yeah, so what, what's going... Uh, do you, What is his name? Do you know his name? No, I mean, every time we have sex, I keep meaning to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's always so quick. We're in the back of the deli. There's a line, so I can't... I don't know. I mean, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm going to run to the corner. <laughs> I mean, John, do you feel like maybe when you leave the deli, you leave tiny little breadcrumbs from a little bacon, egg, and cheese croissant that you might get from him <laughs> in hopes that he might find you on the stoop? 
I mean, if anything, I go in in disguise and try to flee before anyone could see which direction I'm walking, you know, because it's usually me buying like either milk or six canisters of Pringles and sometimes, yeah, and several bags of Takis. And, you know, that might be multiple visits in a day or or night. I'm more interested in your disguises. <laughs> yeah. Do you put on different outfits every time you go to the deli? <laughs> that, no, that's crazy. Who would do that, Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the face coverings help. So I mean, if, you know, just whatever—a mm-hmm. face mask, sunglasses, a hat, a long yeah, coat. Yeah, but John, you are a very tall man. It is hard to miss you. If you know what I mean. Yeah, You're not but, hiding behind a face mask. Yeah, but I have a lot of different face masks. <laughs> so. I mean, you have bandana and you have that one that smiles. Right. And no, also you but, wear the same coat and hair. So, you know. No, no, no. That's not true. I always wear a different trench coat. He has, yeah, he's got more than one coat. I mean, and, it did make it sound like he was a Lego man. Like you just put on the hair, on the coat, go to the deli, the saddest Lego set ever. And you just like John with like three different blazers going to a deli, like and that's what the kids would have to make. And we're gonna sell it at professionalfriends.com. Yeah, it's a real stuff and stocker. But I mean, your relationship with the guys who work at your deli is always a very intimate one in new york city and the quarantine i think brought everyone closer not to each other just specifically to the guys working at their yes because they're they're Mm. usually the best uh, i mean like that's what marcus and i have talked about in the past uh his deli guy that was a block away from him when he lived um down in bushwick uh was no he lived in bedsty i think was when um he brought me over to the deli to get some egg sandwiches and he formally introduced me to him. Wow. And it was one of the stops. It was like friends, parents, deli guy, just on our way <laughs> to the altar. <laughs> it is I was nervous. What can I say? It was you know, it was, it's one of those things. You're like, yeah, I'll have ketchup and salt and pepper, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well mayo. Can I put some mayo in there? <laughs> yeah, it's always, they, it's always room for some because they, they know you're intimate. I, I guess they know what you like, and um, and and they cater to those needs. And maybe I, I don't know. Maybe being in a quarantine and and if you're living alone, you know, you, you kind of miss somebody who who remembers that you like mayo with your eggs. Yeah, <laughs> and they really they see you at your best. They see you in the morning, you know, getting a cup of coffee or a newspaper. Oh, that is not my best. No. <laughs> That's your best? Yeah, I was going to say, I agree. That's not my best. (laughs) If I'm going to the local, I'm going to the local deli in either last night's unshowered clothes or this morning's unshowered clothes. But like, I'm not like skippity doodah at the deli. I agree. I agree. I always looked, I don't know how you, John, you, your alarm goes off at 6 a.m. and you put on your face to go there. But for, (laughs) for the rest of us, we're just like, super tired haven't showered and it's usually like yeah like um you you know me i know you and also 
because I uh, I do speak Spanish, I have even a closer relationship oh, with wow. a lot of you oh. actually know you actually know them on a like an amazing level. I can't even imagine. Well, it's just the same thing, but in another language. Like you know, yeah, but you got to, I'm sure they <laughs> talk to you. Mayonnaise, like... mayonesa. Like it really. I mean, well, I mean, we don't really talk too much. It's just like, how are you? Good. How's your family? Good. And then, and then that's it until. You know, but you still have that withstanding relationship where you could always ask the same three questions if you want to. And it's great. And it's always about mayonnaise. Yeah, of course. Mayonnaise. I share a close relationship with the people that work at Dwayne Reed near me, especially when I was going to the pharmacy a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. To buy your uh, your sex toys. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, to mostly get my, uh, you know, just uh, everything to counteract VD is what I was like getting from this very nice uh, pharmacist who after a while it be kind of came a joke you know it was like oh Anna you know don't drink on this and I was like oh I wish I I like he gave me his name but then I couldn't pronounce it and then it was too late for me to start trying so then now I'm like yo what's up bud which I feel like is kind of weird for your pharmacist <laughs> but um and yeah, he's like, hey, we're going to make you better one of these days. I was like, probably not. <laughs> Anna, um, what kind of sandwich do you get from him? <laughs> I mean, usually if I'm at a Dwayne Reed, I think I get myself a little frozen Stouffer's mac and cheese to really uh, know how just depressed I am on antibiotics. But uh also, I became close with uh, the men at the liquor store. Oh, yeah. I know that relationship. <laughs> same, oh, same. I will say this. I, the liquor store to customer um, interaction is very important. Like, um, I definitely remember when I was living in Bay Ridge, I got <laughs> uncomfortably close with the liquor store owner. She was like this very nice Russian lady. And she would like start to remember like, oh, you whiskey, right? Oh, whiskey and Prosecco, right? Like she, you know, <laughs> she knew me. And I remember one time uh, there was like a different guy behind the counter who was new. And I was making my, you know, usual purchase. And it was four bottles. Uh, don't judge. <laughs> and I would put them on the counter and the guy gave me a strange look. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is what I'm ordering. And he goes, do you have ID? And then the lady shouts, no, no, he's here all the time. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) That's horribly embarrassing, but true. It's a good moment, though. Like, I had that with with my liquor store uh, family. I I think they're family-owned. They they feel very warm. Um, You know, I I come up Mm -hmm. to them, and I, after a certain point in quarantine, I just didn't have, like, any possessions on me anymore it was like i had like the little bit of money i had left to my name and then nothing else maybe a jacket but like at that point i was like ah whatever who cares anymore so i stopped bringing like my passport out because of course i don't have a like a um an id that's valid um <laughs> so at some point so at some point like they would be like man we need your id and i was like no 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 and then he would come out and he'd be like no, she just looks so young. <laughs> but, you know, She's so, so like, tiny. Oh, thank you. And then they would all talk about how young I looked. And then I proceeded to buy like all uh, well liquor. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, stamps did you get in your passport? From that? <laughs> it is like, 
poured over uh, some Baileys, and now it's I uh, can't use it anymore <laughs> internationally. You know what? I do have to admit, when I moved from Queens to Brooklyn, when I you know when I moved in with Marcus so many years ago, uh, one of the last things I did when I packed up from Queens was go to the liquor store around the corner and tell that old lady that I was leaving, and so Aww. we hugged Aww. goodbye at the liquor store. So, oh my god, aww. I know I know that woman you're talking about. Yes. That's the one <laughs> the one off Steinway yes, Street. Near 41st Street. And yes. Okay. Yes. And it's oh it's next to the Entenmann's bakery yes. outlet. Yes. Which yes, I've been to once yeah. or John, twice. John knows this woman intimately. Yeah, no, I know her yeah. too. I, I hugged her. Um and I stood up for her one time and she got in a fight with some dude about something stupid. Um okay, so John, so that's your nana or or what? <laughs> your bubby. When are we you know, getting her on the show? <laughs> I I've been in there once or twice, and actually the the last time I was in there, I got into like a heated argument with a close friend of mine, and we were in the store. I don't want to say it was a fight, but it was a fight, and we were also in face masks and she was kind of just looking at us at a certain point it was like the camera just cut to her staring at us <laughs> blankly like are you guys gonna buy any liquor or like, how much longer is this gonna go on anyway we we bought the alcohol and then we fought on the street so <laughs> i didn't want to do that to her oh that's very <laughs> sweet she is a nice lady, and that is also a family-run store. I forget that, John, you and I were neighbors for a while, for years, and I think you came over twice. But yeah, now, now, yeah. now that you live far away from me, you come over constantly. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. I was mostly going to that bakery outlet when I would be over in that area. Sorry. You didn't sell any baked goods at your apartment. <laughs> You went to Entimates and then you'd walk past my apartment and just think, I'll call her tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? Also, I heard you guys, John, you told me, I think it was you, told me, guys, that you you went to get a haircut together. Is that yes. true? Like, me and Anna? Yeah. No, no. I mean, my mother had her annual hair straightening this week which she goes to once a year she goes to this japanese salon and literally they just like um like flat iron chemical solution into her hair for four hours until it's um, long wait so you yeah. got tickets for anna but not for me <laughs> tickets so pre-pandemic anna i mean i don't know why but anna has been to this hair appointment with me I, and my mother because typically I'll, yeah. I'll go and rendezvous with my mother while she's there and visit with her or visit with her after and then like last year i'm pretty sure anna was maybe out all night so on her way back yeah. from somewhere i was like <laughs> hey why don't you you know me and my mother are in this um hair salon uh like in the Flatiron district why don't you come up and say hi while she gets her hair straightened and i'm pretty sure I don't want to say you were hungover, but uh, were you hungover? <laughs> I yeah, I, I, yeah, I was, I was reminiscing on this day at the salon and how I came to go there because whenever I like will find myself in an unsavory spot of town because I've slept with some, you know, he's like, I'm starting a business. <laughs> That's weed, and I was like, all right, okay, cool, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so I had left. His name was Kurt. I left Kurt, I'd never see him again. 
Um, and usually that means it's kind of earlier for me, right? It's like, at that point, it's like 10. Um, it's like 10.30, I'm leaving. 10 is earlier? <laughs> yeah, because remember, she's left alone in these apartments. So that way she could hang out and take pictures of the wall. Well... Well, no, no, well, yes, but Kurt, the the would be uh, kingpin drug dealer at the time, he was working from home, so uh-huh. I had to leave him to uh, his various jarrings. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll let you to it. <laughs> like, so usually that means, oh, it's pretty early. Who else is up, John? So usually I know that I can kind of make it happen that I'll go and meet John at a diner. I've never looked good at that diner. I don't know if you've noticed, John. <laughs> but much like this this uh, this outing I was on, I um, was wearing last night's clothes. And, uh, you know, I saw your mom. It's always a pleasure to see Rita. Um, so I was like, yeah, I got nothing to do. I think I went to a Dunkin's before because um, I missed the eating portion of your, your mom and you's uh, little right. outing. But then it would mean, yeah, I would just sit down and watch her hair get straightened for a couple hours. Yeah. Anna, can yeah. I ask you a question? Anna, what is John like around his mother? Yeah. Uh, you know, like how he is with us, except he likes her. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you like your mom more? <laughs> I would also say, like, you know, Rita is, uh, I mean, you are your mother. Like, you, your mother is you with long hair. I, I think you guys have very, very similar uh, vocal inclinations. Really? Well, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you guys sound alike? You guys, you guys just, like, you guys both hit this octave sometimes, <laughs> especially together. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds like we're, we sing when we see you. <laughs> yeah, they're like... <laughs> They're so happy to see me. They burst out in song. That's why I always am visiting them. It doesn't matter how tired I am. They put on a show. I mean, but I, I'm a, a lot like my mother, but I'm also a lot like my father. I mean, I'm, I'm certain that the ways in which I'm like my father is probably why I'm annoyed at you yeah. most of the time. I don't think that's my mother coming out. But, you know, but, your mother's always happy to see me. Right. She is. It's <laughs> so am I. So am I. <laughs> but early. But um, this is early in the morning, and these are like prime seats to watch uh, Rita uh, get her hair straightened. And now, yeah. <laughs> and then I think we we sort of like at when she because it takes quite a while this hair straightening process. I think Anna and I just sort of went for food or something, and then we met up with my friend we got Andrea. Chipotle. We got, yeah, we got Chipotle and we sat in the park. And I think that's when we met Andrea. And isn't that when you, Adriana Lima, like held your hand? What? If we can, should we drop that name? What? What? Yeah. Should we name drop her? Let me me pick it up. (laughs) Let's examine this name. Who is this person to those that don't know about the runway? Isn't she a supermodel? She's a supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. She's a supermodel. She's an angel. She's a Victoria's Secret angel. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's, um, she's nice. I mean, she's very friendly. She's very, she's very, uh, down to earth. Although I hate to use that phrase. I mean, her and Anna hit it off famously. (laughs) Swimmingly. I, I, it was kind of like, I remember how it went. Like, so 
Andrea came back to witness your mom get some of her hair. Right, uh, Andrea. Yes. Yeah, see, I bring all of my friends to come say hi to my mother yeah. at the salon. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's really the event of the year. Sorry, yeah. you guys weren't invited. Um, it's a, it's yeah. an open house. Actually, I did get tea from that salon. Yeah. They were offering. I mean, like I saw other people drinking it, and I said, "Hey, I'm here too." Can I? Not even a customer. Um, I love it. And they're like, who who are you? Who are you, little girl? And how did you get in here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Andrea, at some point, to break up, I guess, the monotonous of watching your mother get her hair straightened for four hours, was like, hey, I, I, you know, I hope this isn't weird, but would you guys like to meet supermodel Adriana Lima? And we're like, (laughs) "Um, no. She's like, you know, keep it under your hats. I can't let all... (laughs) All the friends know <laughs> that you guys and and we we walked up to a hotel not too far away, like in Bryan Park somewhere, to I guess say hello or drop Andrea off. And Andrea was like, and then maybe you'll see her. And we went in, and of course I I'm looking I'm looking disheveled. <laughs> I also think at that point it was raining uh, or something. Like I I did not look good. Um, so Andrea was like, oh, these are my friends. Like, this is John. And John's like, hello. <laughs> and, he, and she's like, this is Anna. <laughs> and I guess I looked such a mess that she was like, oh, sweetie, are you okay? <laughs> oh, my God. And I was oh like, yeah, and I was like, you know, Adriana Lima, like, I was like, yo, I, I was up in bed last night. It's been a long night. Um... You know, I'm kind of. I I found it. Oh, remember, I found a a sweater on the on the when oh, we when, oh when we at some point we went when we ate Chipotle very depressingly in the park. I had found an abandoned uh, sweater. <laughs> you were so also I'd, picking up clothing on the street because it was so meet cold. Adriana was so Lima, cold. yeah. Um, so I was wearing that sweater, and I told her I was like, and I found this. And <laughs> you told her that. And she said it was very nice. Um, <laughs> oh, guys. And the, at some point she had like, because I guess she's international that way. She kissed both my cheeks. And then at some point she led me to sit down. Um, but then we held hands. While we were there. Oh, no. It was so she very... prayed for you? Is that what happened? Did she literally yeah. pray for you on the spot? I don't know what happened. Like, I guess homeless? she maybe... Or, it, or I'm exhibiting, I think I'm exhibiting um, supermodel behavior. Like, she feels familiar. <laughs> you um, wish. I, um, yeah. so. Like all the Victoria's start? Secret angels, they all pick up garbage off the street. Or, you know, not- I'm sorry, ah. or off the rack, or off the rack. You know, it's like, oh, I just did a show. This was lying around, I know, Oscar de la Renta, whatever, who cares? What do you think? I just slept with a guy. I'm a sexy mess. So she saw... Did she then turn to, like, a friend and say, for just pennies a day, you two can help this lady get it together? I think at some point she was like, Heidi, I mean, Anna, sorry, I just confused you for a second. You're so... You remind me of a friend. And I think we all know what friend that was. That was like... It was weird though. It was a very intimate um, meeting. Yeah. So, you know? how, why yeah. Did, why was it that you guys, uh, your said your friend Andrea, like w- was she just 
like handing you guys <laughs> off to celebrities who just wanted to spend 20 minutes with somebody like as a big sister program yeah it's actually yeah it's a service we're providing to various cele- celebrities we meet up with them and anna puts on a show <laughs> for 10 minutes yeah, it makes it, yeah, it makes them feel like grounded that they they have a maternal uh, part of themselves that they might have lost track of. <laughs> so how long you know? did you guys spend time with um, Adriana Lima? Oh, it was days at least for sure, right? <laughs> uh, I also think my cell phone had died. I think that came into the conversation. Oh yes, I actually yeah, because weren't we? You were gonna like charge it in the lobby of the hotel yeah you know, I think... more and more this is sounding like you were an unhoused individual <laughs> picking up clothing from the street disheveled <laughs> in a hotel lobby looking for an outlet this is not really and i well found that you. outlet in in a supermodel <laughs> <laughs> it was that was a random day i mean i just you know <laughs> i i <laughs> I'm happy to have people when my mother is in the city. I'm happy to have friends if they're around, come say hi to her. And I did it. I can honestly say I didn't expect it to take that many turns. But, you know, (laughs) we'll always have memories. I guess we should also say that Andrea is her PR woman. Oh, she's her publicist. Yeah, my friend Andrea is a publicist. Thank you. Because I was like, why does this random barbershop lady or beauty S? I don't know. I don't know words. Well, that was Sean's <laughs> friend, Andrea, but she also has a job. Oh, yeah. yeah. she No, my friend Andrea, She's she doesn't work at the salon. She's a publicist who is like, you know, she was working. Anna and I were just dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, trying to find some battery life is what I was trying to do. Yeah, and, and find <laughs> clothing and shelter. <laughs> and how did your mom's hair turn out? Oh, yes. Fabulous. Oh, you should see what they do in that salon. It is like, it's magic. So straight. The yeah. straightest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really impressive. It's an arduous process, though. I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's a long time in the I would salon. say it's better than getting a perm. I've gotten a perm, and that I think is worse. Um, yeah. Why? When did you get a perm? Uh, I got a perm. I can't believe you kept this from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was a baby, I got a perm. I was like, hey, that's what everybody's doing in 1988. <laughs> um, so no, I it was it was strange. It was uh, the latter half of high school, and uh, like most people, you know, you want what you don't have, and that was to be a supermodel with curly <laughs> hair. Um, so I was like, I bet I can get a perm, which, uh, you know, at the time, like I was also fighting that Annie kind of vibe. So it was not the best call, but it, it, it grew out nice. Okay. So eventually I it like, it went through many different stages. Like at some point I was kind of hitting like a Scarlett O'Hara time, which like, you know, was cool for the theater kid that was me, but not cool for the kid that had to go throughout seven periods in high school i was like is this a good look but headbands were big so like you know that <laughs> covered up most of it i know what you mean i straightened my hair i did the whole thing too i i did the whole three hour process the carotene or whatever it, it cost me like 200 bucks uh i don't know what it is with uh the, the fact well maybe it's because i'm like 50 percent native south south american but a week later it was back to being curly. It oh, just, shit. Yeah, it just laughed at me. 
and then just <laughs> <laughs> said, I'll show you. And uh, but it wasn't even like good curls again. It was just like, oh, uh... it, it looks kind of wrinkly now. You try to, to fuck it up. Uh, can I, so if you get your hair straightened, like, uh, can you wash it as often, or do you have to like not wash it as often? Well, per, per my mother, hers is permanent. So you actually, when you wash it, it doesn't recurl. But that's because they've literally burned the curl out of it. But Keridin, yeah. I don't know, Carolina, that's a different thing, right? <laughs> it's a, it's weird. It's weird. I, I can't. I don't know. It's just the thing that girls do, but I want to know what is the thing that guys do though, like when I get my hair straightened. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> like mean? Anna yeah. gets a perm and I get a keratin hair straightening, and then oh, when I get the hot comb, <laughs> when I get my hot comb out and I hot comb the shit out of my hair. <laughs> I mean, I don't know my hair. My scalp. <laughs> my hair. My hair is like I'm. I'm constantly at odds with my hair, just trying to make it work. How about Calvin? Calvin, what's your hair journey? What's your relationship? Um, I... like? <laughs> so first, I start with some Garnier Fructis, and um, no, I. It's so funny. I actually just cut off all my hair. I just buzzed it uh, yesterday. Oh, that's two days awesome. ago. So I mean, I. It's hard because I tried to grow my hair out, and like in college, I was like trying really hard to like get an afro going but like it involves a lot of maintenance because you have to basically comb and brush it all the time or else like Ugh. if you sleep or if you sit like you know if you sit down like then like it's gonna get smashed flat against the chair and then it looks yeah. like really lopsided so oh yeah that's a good point so it's a lot of work and doesn't your neck hurt then if you're not being able to rest it yeah pretty much like i mean I, I, there are people who are like good at afro maintenance and like i just was never one of those people <laughs> i just like didn't have the energy like for example if they were taking the train or a commute to work they would like actively have a brush and comb and they'd be actively like brushing and combing it on the train oh that would be me if i had an afro i know it <laughs> <laughs> oh, i believe that <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just, it's because it's weird because it seems simple. But what's annoying is that, like, I feel like white people will never notice if your afro is jacked up, but black people immediately notice and call you out if your hair is jacked up. Right. Like, literally like, on oh. the street. Yeah. Like, well, not on the street, on the street, but you'll definitely hear, like, damn, that hairline's mad uneven, like, shit like that, where you're like, that's rude. And I'm right here, like, twist <laughs> well, that. I, think it, I feel like it'd be worse <laughs> if a white person was like, yo, that's mad uneven. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that did happen like, to me once, and that was when I knew I fucked up. Because like, well, <laughs> my friend Sean did that once, where he was like, "Whoa, dude, you need a haircut," and I was like, "You're white," and he was like, "Yeah, and it's bad." Oh. And I was like, "Thanks, out." That's why you go gotta go away. get a haircut if your friend Sean thinks it's bad. <laughs> yeah, he knows Sean what he notices. did. Sean. There is something to be said about making peace with your hair. Like, I have fairly unruly hair. And some days I'm just like, you know what? Let me just let it be who it's going to be. Like, yeah. let me just embrace my hair and myself. Because whose hair am I trying to have right now? Like, this is not the hair you were born with, John. Just go with it. You know, <laughs> that's when I canceled my straightening appointment. You can always <laughs> put on a hat. You know, I feel like men can always put on a hat. You can have a bad hair day, put on a hat. I yeah, mean, like, see, I agree, but I don't, it's such a straight paradigm. Sometimes I actively avoid trying to put on a hat because I just, uh, I like hate that bro culture of, I just put on a hat. 
That's it. Bro. Also, the hat makes your hair worse because you eventually have to take it off, and then it's like, Meow! like it's so yeah. right. It's like a <laughs> no, cat. Wait, Calvin, did you make a cat noise? <laughs> you have a cat inside your hat. Oh god, it's a whole oh, Dr. No. Seuss thing. Oh, we're a kids show now. <laughs> I, I had this. Uh, I had this experience um, at the hair salon when I went to go get it, like the highlights or whatever, a, like a few weeks back. And the lady who's like doing the sh- shampooing my hair, she's like, have you ever thought about like just cutting all your hair off, you know, and maybe just going bald or just going super, super short? Why would and, she say that? Okay. Oh, I think I was talking about how difficult my life was because I had super long hair. And, like, I have mermaid hair almost at this point. You're like, like oh, wow. Heavy. So beautiful. It's heavy. How do I live with this burden? Heavy. But it's so much work. And um, she's like, why don't you just cut it all off? Uh, and I was just, you know, and she has buzzed hair. Oh. Uh, very, very, very short. And so I, as don't to not. Offend her. Exactly, as to not be insulting in any way. I'm just like, you know what? That sounds wonderful, actually. And she's like, cool. Okay, so what are you doing on Tuesday? I can never go back to that hair salon because then I have to explain to her that I was just being nice. I mean, Carolina, I think you could pull off like a, like a cool pixie cut if you had to. Maybe, but the thing is, is that it's not going to end well. If she had to, if it became a law, Carolina, you could probably do it. Yeah, no, it would look really good the first day. It would look awesome. And then um, and then that's it. And then it would be a bad hair day for the next four, <laughs> four to five years. Right. I, I guarantee you on that. Everyone knows. I mean, that John, transition period is rough. You've known me for a long time. Have you seen my hair look bad? Don't say right now. Um... We should, right we should go. <laughs> we should go. We should go. You're absolutely right. We need to go. We've exhausted all hair talk. Wow. I, I thought we were we were actually getting in it, uh, and suddenly everyone's backing away. No, your hair is great. Your hair is great. Your hair is great. Your hair is Follow great. us on Instagram, Professional Friends Podcast. <laughs> wow. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>